Hi, welcome to the Fit Me Forever podcast hosted by the OmniFit. We're about all things fitness. We help women get off the diet roller coaster to find sustainable health, embracing life right where you are on the way to where you're going. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Coach Jody V, a certified nutrition coach who specializes in helping women become physically and mentally strong to regain energy for a life they love. I would like to welcome my co-host, Kayla Duncan, owner of the OmniFit, and fellow colleague and nutrition coach, Taylor Bloxham. Together, we are the OmniFit. Hey guys, welcome back to the Fit Me Forever podcast. Our topic of discussion today is going to be around all things mindset. If this is your first time tuning in, be sure to check back to episodes one through three, where we each get an opportunity to interview each other. Kayla and Taylor are here with me today, and we're going to jump right in. How are you gals doing today? So awesome. good. Thank you. All right. So mindset, big, big stuff, huh? Yes. <laughs> yes. Everything in life revolves around mindset. Doesn't um, it? <laughs> more than one podcast can answer. That's for sure. That's for sure. Well, it's interesting because I was just talking to a client this week and it seems like the topic that comes up over and over again is social media and comparison. So here we are. Yeah. Um, what are you guys thoughts on that? Yeah. You know, um, mindset is definitely something that is just, it's, it's just interwoven between in between everything that we do. Um, we don't think, I don't think all the time that, um, like it's not a cognitive thought that we're thinking about what we're thinking about. <laughs> like if that makes sense, like that's totally. Yeah. So like when you're scrolling through social media, most of the time you're not thinking about why you're scrolling through social media or what you're thinking about as you're, you're just, people think they're mindlessly scrolling, mm-hmm. but we're not. And I think just recognizing, um, the fact that we're very rarely mindlessly doing something and recognizing that our minds are doing something, whether we're doing anything with it or not, whether we're captivating that information or not and kind of evaluating it and taking data and going, okay, what am I doing here? And I think that's why we walk away from something like social media, which is innocent in and of itself with negative emotions why is something that is meant to be positive turns out negative and it turns out that I think we can internalize a lot of that. Yeah, it's very interesting to me how, you know, we've just all recently written blog posts on the topic of mindset mm-hmm. and how those blog posts and our individual ideas were that were not orchestrated in any way, how all these things have kind of these common themes have come up in each of our writings. Um, you, you know, just about the idea of being mindful and what is our mindset and how does that make a difference in our success? Um, what are you all seeing individually with your own personal mindsets as well as what kind of things are you experiencing or themes that you're hearing with clients um, over and over again that we just let's bring out in the open and talk about today? Mm-hmm. That's actually a really great point, especially Kayla, that you were just talking about that too, how we, we climb onto social media so innocently and we say, do it to escape our everyday lives and just kind of relax for a little bit, just to scroll through. And we do not even think about 
what we're filling our hearts and our minds with. And so many times I, I do it all the time and I'm like, wow, she's, she's really lean. Why don't I look like that? (laughs) You know, so many things. And I, even girlfriends in my everyday life or clients and even myself, comparison kills so much of our joy and social media is always stealing that because it's the highlight reel of everyone's lives. And rarely do we know, and that's what I love about your blog too, Kayla, with I want to be like her. So many times we, we just see their highlight reel. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, we we start off being inspired, you know, why we, we look at something that's inspiring, whether that is the, the movie stars, you know, we go up really high to like the celebrities to just our friends, like back from high school or, or whatever. Um, I mean, it's just as annoying when someone's sharing all their negative, you know, those are the people that you're like, okay, I'm going to unfollow you. Like, I don't want to feel very negative. You're sharing, you're complaining all the time. But then the when someone's just sharing their positive, because it is a highlight reel, it's what it, it's almost like what it's supposed to be. We take that information and we internalize it and kind of build this like crazy story around how their life must be better than ours. And they're like, as if they're not real people. And it's just so silly that like, honestly, I've had to check myself in the same thing. Like what you were saying, Tay is like, I mean, take personal responsibility for that. I'm like, I'm the one doing that. Like, I'm not mad at that person or these people for sharing all their positive things. Like, that's not, that's my fault for looking at their stuff and being like, oh, they're better than me or they're successful or whatever it is. You know, they live in this big house. I wish I had this big house. Like, whatever it is, it's so silly. Um, And instead I'm going, well, one, being happy for them, but two, going, well, I know that they're real people and they have jobs or they have stress and they've their kids are probably horrible and not sleeping at night and you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, just the same life stressors that I have and they're real people. And honestly, it's when I've taken the time to go past what's on the surface of social media um, and chat with, with you guys, obviously. Um, and then just friends offline and go like, Oh wow. If I just looked at even my best friends, social media, I'd be like, gosh, their life is perfect, but they're my best friend. So I know that their life isn't perfect. And I'm able to look at their highlight reel and feel joy for them. Um, so I had to take personal responsibility for that. I think that's the big thing. Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, how can we look at all the wonderful things that we're presented with and like truly in our hearts, be excited for somebody and not have to feel less than mm-hmm. like that is definitely a mindset to be able to wrap your arms around and own your own life and your own choices and be super excited about other people's successes, but know that that comes, sometimes that comes at a cost and, and we don't see the cost, you know, behind that. Um, but we do all have that thing where, gosh, I, you know, we have those moments where we're tired or vulnerable, we're whatever. And we just think, I want my life to look like hers or I want it to be like hers. And I think that is, it's the curse and the blessing of social media right. because well, because we can see, Oh, look what's possible. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, also, Oh, look what I'm not. So we're finding that fine line and that balance in between there. And I just had a conversation with a client um, this past week. And I said to her, I wish 
that I could have you look in the mirror and like be totally in love with what you see. Like, you know, um, your body is awesome. You can walk and hear your eyes can see yourself actually in the mirror. Um, your body's doing what it's supposed to do right now, even though it's taking longer than what you expected to this, you're in this really beautiful season of life. I wish you could just embrace it mm -hmm. rather than, you know, maybe three years from now, maybe you're totally at your goal, but looking back, you miss some of the real beauty of what was happening in your life because you were so focused on what you're not getting. Yeah. Well, like mm -hmm. what you had and yet what she does have at the moment, I think is incredibly beautiful. And I can't share the details obviously, because we keep that confidential, but um, you know, it's just, it's really hard. Um, I think Kayla in your blog, you said reality is that she doesn't really have it all together. And I'm not meaning this person, this client I was talking to, but the, the picture the person I'm painting. Mind, book, yeah. Right. Um, I know this because I've coached her and I, we were laughing about this earlier and I was like, yeah, hashtag insert my face into that picture because we're all in that place. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I think one of the things that came to me as I was writing too, is, you know, deep down what we believe really does have a tremendous impact on what we do. Um, can you yeah. guys share like your personal experiences of, of what you believed about yourself, good or bad, and how that's affected the outcome for you. Yeah, um, I'll go first here because kind of one of the things that I noticed where my mindset was holding me back um, is totally unrelated to fitness altogether and directly related to my marriage and what marriage, like the what I thought marriage was, what I expected from my marriage and what I thought I deserved out of marriage because of who I was in my marriage, like the type of wife that I was and who I was. And this is, you know, years ago, um, Mitchell and I have now been married for nine and a half years, but that mindset and that perspective um, and taking that into how my reactions and my responses and, um, it, it influenced every decision that I made and I had to learn, realize, own, and then change my, like that thought process. And that just takes time. It takes a lot of, um, like tangible effort of I'm, I, 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 I'm tangible. I write things down. I journal, I make lists and I check things off. Um, and so that's just how that helps me. So self-affirmations are a real thing for me that leaving like leaving little post-it notes. This one says everything worth having requires sacrifice. And it sits in front of my computer, like that I stare at this monitor every day. And so it's just those types of things. I've done that in my marriage. I've done that in my friendships. I've, and of course I've done that in fitness. Um, I never would have, I never would be owning a fitness company. I never would have competed. I never, anything that really like takes that, takes everything you have in my life looking back I've had to be very very intentional which is like kind of our hashtag our, our little slogan of be intentional um, of changing that mindset and changing because I will hold myself hold myself back way more than any of my circumstances 
just because mm -hmm. I don't believe that I'm worthy of it. I don't believe um, at times that I deserve it or um, that I'm capable of it. And I've had to self-affirm and say those things are not true. Um, and that's kind of one of the biggest things. I think that it makes me think of the, you know, you've heard this before where, you know, love is a choice. Mm -hmm. And I think that like not only in marriage, but even self-love and yeah. whether, what do we deserve? Do we believe, do we love ourselves enough and not in a, in a way that's, you know, self-serving or, yeah. or anything like that, but do we love ourselves enough to care for ourselves, choose the things that serve us best, um, whether that's our nutrition and fitness, whether that's um, healthy relationships or whatever. Right, creating um, boundaries around your time and all things like that. Exactly. And it makes me think of something that Taylor had written in her um, blog post about, you know, I tell you that obedience does not require feelings. And it's, it's the same thing about we hear these lies about love, and that could be in relationships or even that, that are we worthy and can we love ourselves? Sometimes it's not necessarily how we feel. Love is not a feeling. Self-love or love in a relationship isn't a feeling. It's a choice. It's a, I'm going to look in the mirror today and be, I'm, I am going to appreciate this, this body that God has created for me, whether it's, I'm treating it optimally right now or not, but I'm making the choices um, hopefully as I'm, you know, move forward that, um, I'm loving myself and actually loving others through taking care of myself. So, um, Taylor, that is really awesome. Give us some more insight on, you know, what you two were thinking when, when you were writing that in your post. Obedience doesn't require feelings is seriously something that I think of probably every single day and not, well, obviously we all struggle some way, somehow, every single day, but just the fact that it can relate to literally anything um, in, in your nutrition program, what you're following, it can relate to, um, like Kayla, what you're saying about marriage, um, how you feel about your best friend who, who is betraying you or something or another. Um, when we truly don't feel like doing something, going to the gym, um, so many times when when we make the conscious choice to act upon something that we want um, later down the road, and shortly after, those feelings will always follow. Um, if we just make the conscious effort and decision to make that choice and stay dedicated to it um, and have that discipline later the feelings will follow whether that's in a loving relationship whether that's in your training or adaptation to your whatever protocol you're doing mm -hmm. i also i want to break that down just a little bit too just for those that are listening for you guys that you know when you hear the word obedience um that can kind of like you know, shake us just a little bit, because if you're anything like me, you feel like obedience. And you're like, well, I don't know. When you say that, I want to be disobedient. <laughs> I don't know why. I just want to, like, I feel friction. I feel like there has to be, in order to be obedient, I have to be, I have to submit. There has to be some type of battle, um, whether that's with the nutrition program. I've had clients over and over, if you create that boundary, all of a sudden, like, oh, you can't have Oreos. Now I want Oreos, which is a huge, um, 
reason why we structure all of our programs, all of our courses, everything the way that we do is because it's a very personal decision. We always, it's something, it comes from like really deep rooted in myself. Like I was just sharing about like, I don't like that friction, those boundaries, but I do like taking ownership because that empowers me. And so when I have a plan set in place, like, um, you know, my plan for marriage is rooted in scripture. So there's a plan set in place for me. We're talking about fitness. If you're provided a plan that you trust in and you believe that is, you know, created in a way that is most optimal and serving for your body, then you can trust in it and then you can execute it and do it without, like that, that's when the feelings kind of don't matter. Like I I'm so scared of eating this much food. I'm going to get fat. I'm so nervous about introducing carbohydrates when I haven't had carbs in years. And I really feel like I do better with, you know, high fat or whatever. I've heard all, all the different things when someone initially comes on and receives a program that I've written. Um, and it, it, it's exactly what Tay said of like, it comes if you have, if you're following a good program, if you're following a good template, you know, marriage with scripture or, you know, whatever it is, fitness. And we're going to talk about the programs that we write, the OmniFit, whatever it is, if it's well-written, if it's well-structured and you follow it, your body will respond to those things. And you just have to like, just because you had a bad day, it doesn't mean you can go like just throw in the towel because you don't feel good. And that's mm-hmm. not going to do anybody any good and you're not going to feel better tomorrow. <laughs> I think the one thing too that um, I love about our coaching philosophy is that we focus on individuals and real life. And um, when you focus on those real life behaviors, they result in real life results. You know, life just gets messy sometimes mm-hmm. and you need to learn how to adapt on the fly. And I think that we do that really well um, with our clients, teaching them mm-hmm. what the what the big boundaries are, the big protocols, but then kind of being able to um, maximize and move within that framework where they can feel, you know, more comfortable. Because we find so many times, um, it's, totally out of control, it's really easy to go, I can't deal with my fitness and nutrition today. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you practice it and you practice it for a longer time, because you, you know, your why you want to live healthy and you want to bring your very best self into the world. And um, you know that you're going to feel better when you do those things. And no matter what your goals are, if you've met them or you're still in process or whatever, when, when you focus on that and you know that really strong why, it propels you past the feelings of that crappy day or that crappy week or whatever. And you want to choose those things mm-hmm. because you know it serves you well. Well, and also like you said, like when, when life is crazy, it, you, we, you have to create a structure that you can downshift and go into autopilot for just a little bit to kind mm-hmm. of just, I mean, I'm not going to not eat all day long, even if I'm stressed, there's going to be some food that I eat so I can access what I know by knowing what serves me well and what really doesn't like what doesn't make me feel good. What's not going to you know provide me the energy I need, or I'm going to have a crash later in the day. I know because of experience 
the types of foods that are going to make me feel better. So when life gets stressed and life is crazy, I mean, we just had a foster son delivered a few months ago. So life was insane. I'm not counting, you know, macros. I'm not measuring all of my food all the time. I'm just, I'm on autopilot accessing the information that I know to be true about myself, my life, my body. And I love how you mentioned that Jodine. I also want to have, give the listeners kind of a, a tangible takeaway, like an example. Um, and I'm kind of just brainstorming here. This is totally off the cuff of what is a really great example of, of autopilot? Like whether that's a meal, whether that is um, exercise, what are some things that your clients have even shared with you that you've helped offer them um, you know, they're exactly what Jody just said, you know, life is really crazy right now. I had a family member pass away. I've had to travel out of town. Um, what are some of those initial things that we as coaches just like that? That's totally okay. Here, let me arm you in, in your check-in email with some things that you can carry with you this weekend while you really quickly travel out of town or whatever it is. What are some of those things that maybe the listeners can benefit from? I think I think the thing that I share with clients often is when it feels like it's going off the rails, like it doesn't have to, because you just, why don't you just focus on the next choice that's in front of you? It, it doesn't have to be all or nothing, throw the baby out with the bathwater, but what is the next best choice? Just think about what your next meal is and the options that are presented to you and choose on the continuum from okay, this might be most optimal, but I don't have that available to me right now. And this is really bad out here on the other end. And I know it's not going to serve me well. So what is the place in the middle? Right. And I'm not thinking about dinner right now because I just can't. I'm thinking about lunch. I have to make the choice. Yeah, and I shared great. with the client today, okay, you're sitting in Subway. You know, you, what's the very worst thing you could choose? Let's talk about what that looks like as opposed to, What's a better option? Well, you know what? I'm going to get a six inch shove and let's throw, you know, double turkey on it or double turkey, you know, chicken breast or whatever. Let's amp the protein up because I know I'm probably not going to be able to grab my next meal for, it, it might be past dinner time, but then I've got, I've got this ample amount of protein. Right. Right. You know, I'll skip the cookie. I'll, I'll skip the soda mm -hmm. and you know, what's the next best choice. So um, that's what I kind of hammer in on a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Um, for food, nutrition, Tay, do you have something that a lot of your clients, I know a lot of your clients have traveled a lot recently too. So I know that's been kind of a topic of just, mm -hmm. um, and I know that you've traveled, you've actually just moved recently. So that's mm -hmm. pretty, pretty chaotic and actually talking about that to get really specific and to put coach Taylor totally on the spot <laughs> it's about perfection and about following a program and making sure we're progressing and all those things. Um, what are some tangible takeaways that you can kind of relate or relay um, to the listeners about when life is just nuts? Like you just don't have time to spend, you know, the same amount of time in the gym or whatever it is, mm -hmm. go to the gym period. Right. Honestly, like it, it is such a, such a check even for myself in this last month or so. Um, Kayla, I know you know this just because I think community for one, is so important because we all help each other, not only just us as coaches and friends, but our Facebook group and just women and community in general, we help each other stay accountable and just help us stay sound and not inside of our heads all the time. 
But this last month, I really gathered that it's okay to do what you can with what you have. Um, you do not have to, as you said, Jody, um, do all or nothing. Um, do what you can with what you have if you have 45 minutes. Um, for example, just the other day, I was talking to a girlfriend and they were saying, well, um, I don't have that much time at all, so I won't even work out. Um, to me, that's that's such a a fixed mindset. Um, and that's, that's not always the best thing for you just because is that actually going to help you progress towards your goals? Um, because even if you have 30 minutes this week, I actually had 30 minutes and I can't remember the last time in the last four years that I've been weight training where I had just 30 minutes and that's such a luxury at my age. And I know that it's probably not going to stay that way. So I know that in that 30 minutes, I took advantage of with what I had. Did I follow my program exactly? No, I didn't. Um, but I did what I could and I tried to make it intense and I just went with that. And same as far as nutrition goes, I'm making sure I'm enjoying myself, um, getting enough protein, but at the same time, not just doing things because I can do them. Right. No, that's re it's really, really great. And honestly, I love that. Do what you can with what you have. Food, in Jody's example, um, time, Taylor's example, home gym, traveling. What do you have available? Um, and, and kind of marrying all of those things together is really just that um, personal responsibility and just that self-awareness of kind of checking yourself and going, you know, I have kind of had a negative mindset about surrounding this area. Maybe that's nutrition, maybe that's time, whatever it is um, that you find to be the limiting factor for you. Um, we are all going to have different limiting factors at different periods of time. And so, um, no, I really love that. And I think, I mean, honestly, ladies, we can talk on and on and on about mindset. And I know that uh, the listeners, it's going to be interwoven into basically everything that we do because it influences your nutrition. It influences your strength training. It influences everything that we do. Um, so to keep the podcast from, from rambling on forever though, um, guys, do you have some kind of like big takeaways that you kind of want to hammer home to the listeners for this particular episode? Um, if not, we can kind of re reconvene about the mindset talk. Yeah, I think that, um, and this comes right out of your blog post, Kayla, and, and it's so powerful is that really with all of this, we need to get honest with ourselves and realistic with what our season of life is. And I think I posted this on Facebook a couple of days ago, but um, get, get realistic with where we are and um, get a, be prepared to get a little vulnerable right. with yourself, like kind of admit to yourself what's going on and where your mindset is off and you've got to realign and bring people, you know, beside you and in your, in your circle that care about you, that want a good coach or friends or whatever that will help you realign, you know, your mindset. Cause what we tell ourselves sometimes is so off base and, you know, even as coaches, we need people to just help us, help us reframe and, and keep going in the right direction. So stay in check for sure. Which totally reminds me, Ladies, if you are not a part of our Fit Me Forever Facebook group, it's free. Um, you need to be there. It's amazing. Even so this week, 
um, you know, I'm like, oh, I, I need to do this. I need to do this. I'm running around. And I'm like, you know what? I have chicken in the crock pot. I need to go ahead and make my rice for the day. I'm doing this stuff. And so I literally just put my cell phone on a window seal and like just talk to everybody. And it was refreshing also for me to be like, you know, it is that simple. And a lot of times I overcomplicate it. I, in my mind, I'm like, this is so crazy. This is so difficult. And then I try to tell a client that like, it's so simple. It's so simple. I just do this. So I think that whole video was like maybe two minutes long and I, and it was so, but I do that all the time. I do that on autopilot and then, you know, make other things really difficult. And so be a part of that group because I had so many private messages. I had so many, you know, like virtual high fives of like, that was so helpful. Um, and that's, that's where we thrive is sharing those type of real things. Um, and it kind of, it breaks through that layer of highlight reel, um, that you won't see just, you know, maybe from like a profile (laughs) profile picture or just a newsfeed, you actually get to interact and stuff. So I invite you guys to join us there. Fit me forever. It'll be in the show notes. Um, but you can also just look at it on, look it up on Facebook. It pops right up. Well, there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for joining in to another episode of the Fit Me Forever podcast. If you guys have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out via email at info at theomnifit.com. And of course, please connect with us on social media. All of our handles, our Instagram and Facebook are both at The Omnifit. And if you like this kind of content, if you like what we're putting out, please rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. That helps other people find us, and it lets us know that we're putting out content that you enjoy. All right, talk to you guys soon.